Hi, hi. Welcome to another episode of the Happiness Habit Podcast. I'm here again with our guests, Lisa Augie from Vibe Nutrition here in Overland Park and Sherry Pettit, owner of Port Casey, a local gym in Kansas City. Thank you, ladies, for showing up and being here for another great talk. Yes. What's going on? Um, We're just, honestly, I figured that since all of our expertise has a little bit of an association with body and health, and we all know that physical health definitely ties into our emotional well-being and the way we show up in a day-to-day world that we could talk all about with a gym owner here and definitely somebody who her life revolves around nutrition and what we put in our body and mine with my practice for emotional health in general and more with a focus of emotional health and moving the body. I feel like we have a plethora of things that we can share with people who just are kind of probably tired of being of being talked at when it comes to you know it's not a it's not a diet it's a lifestyle and just be having health and happiness and emotional well-being and things being still remain inaccessible or just it's removed and when you're not in it and when you're not making it a habit when you're not making it and you're still trying to figure out your way through there's so many times where I feel like people just give up before they even start or before they even bridge that gap. And I feel like all of us have come from a place where we can relate to that and then have created this new standard of living. And the gap, I feel like, is so important to talk about. So I wanted to bring you guys on to talk about our rituals and habits first and how this gap from where we were to where we are was created. So... I'm going to pick on Lisa first. She is the owner here of Vibe Nutrition, and she uses Herbalife, which is a wonderful line of products from everything from, you know, just your collagen to your hair, skin, and nails to detox teas to protein shakes. It's just a really amazing line. I use it and am completely obsessed with it. I cannot even go a morning without Mm -hmm. my Georgia peach, um, what is that, the mega mega lit tea. I have that (laughs) every day. I love them. So talk to me a little bit about your line, your store, what you do and how you just, how you got into it. Yeah. So I think, um, starting healthy habits is really important and it's obviously why we're here talking today. Um, it is overwhelming sometimes comparing yourself to where other people are. Um, and yeah, it is a lifestyle obviously, but how do you get there to make it a consistent consistency every day? Yeah. Um, whether it's your fitness or your nutrition or, you know, literally brushing your teeth, you do it every day, right? So what are the healthy habits and how do you, how do you start implementing them every morning? Um, I think morning is one of the most important times. Um, I wake up, make my bed, you know, we all brush our teeth. I make my tea, um, has my probiotic and my aloe in it for nutrient absorption and just... I get my day started that way every day. Wait, aloe mm-hmm. creates a nutrient. It cleans your villi off and your digestive tract so you can absorb nutrients. So although during my weight loss, I you know was always really focused on what I was eating. I was meal prepping a lot. I was honestly wasting a lot of money because I, I was busy working all the time as a single parent. I, I think at one point, one year I had nine W-2s. So like <laughs> try to eat for your needs during that time was really hard Um, but I was also personal training and meal prepping for other people and I worked at um, title boxing as a coach so it was just like a lot of active jobs a lot of sitting jobs but overall was I eating properly maybe 
Mm -hmm. um, I was losing weight. Was I feeling good? No. Was mm -hmm. I stressed? Absolutely. Was I really focused on my nutrition? Not the way that I needed to be. So four years ago when I found this opportunity, this nutrition opportunity, I just latched onto it. And um, you know, now we're sitting in, in this location and we've built other locations since. And um, it all started with habits that I was trying to implement in my life. I just had to get the right habits. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think that's important because when you are just starting off, and by just starting off, I, I mean it could be years, you know, when mm -hmm. you just aren't really in the right groove yet. So wherever you are right now, it's still a beautiful place. You're still getting to where you need to be as long as you're still trying to implement something. Yeah. Whatever that something is, it's eventually going to click in the right way. Yeah. Maybe you're just missing a puzzle piece. Um, maybe it is waking up every day and making your bed if you're not doing that yet. You know, maybe it is um, focusing on something different, maybe shifting a, a small amount. Yeah. Definitely don't suggest changing up everything all at scorched once scorched earth yeah. is or like progress equals yeah. happiness the smallest mm -hmm. step is sometimes it's just if you did that small step and you started with a small step if you did that every day for a week you just made progress mm -hmm. it yeah. doesn't matter if that's the one change you made I feel like we set ourselves up for failure when we decide I'm going to change this and this and this and this right. and all at once and even though it feels good to like make that decision inside if we can't sustain it we usually get we usually backtrack even further than mm -hmm. where we were before and, and we just get defeat the mm -hmm. self-talk yep. kicks in yep. and then we decide you know what I can't maintain it I'm just not going to right yeah and I right. think latching on to to healthy habits that work for you mm -hmm. I know we have a lot of social media a lot of other outlets that are coming at us telling us to do the x y and z yeah. um, when you're talking to someone really think about do I want to take on whatever they're trying to sell me or talk to me about if you get a sense from them that they aren't happy, if they aren't content, if they aren't a positive type person, if they're just trying to tell you something like I do XYZ diet or whatever it might be, really look at them and say, do I want to be like them? Do I want to have the body they have? Do I want to have the income they have? Right. Do I want to smile like them? Do I want to have skin like them? Um, if the answer is no, then th those are not the habits that you need to really start latching mm -hmm. onto. Really think about what do you want? Um, and I definitely suggest starting with something small, maybe just a couple changes. Um, I do a lot of smaller type challenges. So we do like three day challenges and 21 day challenges. Just in a couple of days, people see such results. And yeah. it's so incredible to watch that happen. Especially for just, yourself yeah. if you don't mm -hmm. have that, if you've never seen that. I remember thinking my body was never going to change. And I, so I, I perpetuated itself. I was like, my body's been the same since high school. Right. I'm a skinny person. I wasn't healthy. Um, and I just kind of just assumed that my body would always stay the same so I never I never made any steps and it was after seeing results that I just and I measured it I would highly yeah. recommend anybody start to start measuring because you don't realize you're with your body every day mm -hmm. you see yeah. it every day you don't have that before after shock effect that you do when you when you post some kind of results like that you see the small incremental progress and the first day I saw something on my body, it was a muscle that I didn't, it was like a lump. Right. And I was like, <laughs> what? Like, oh my God, right. I, ha I created change in my yeah, body. Right. I was so ecstatic. And so I love that you said when you're uh, developing what you're going to do and what you're going to take on as far as your choices and your changes, look at the outer result of whoever is presenting a certain diet, a certain change, a certain routine, a certain workout, whatever. And if you don't align 
and there's nothing compelling you to the finished result. Right. It's really, back, it's not for you. Yeah. It's really right. like we say here, um, you're not going to try to sell a car that you don't drive. So when we're taking on new, um, new coaches, we say you have to fall in love with your results. So that's the first thing we do. We get them started on the products. We get them started on the aloe and the tea and, um, just great energy. And just, we really work on them with, um, healthy habits and, and implementing some new things within the realm of our product line. Um, and then what they do is they share those results. And so, and I think some people tend to make fun of maybe, or laugh at, um, before and after photos. But I think most of the people that do that just have never had an amazing, incredible before and after photo. Maybe they've lost a couple of pounds many years ago. Maybe they feel a certain way about exercise or about nutrition. Maybe they're just self-sabotaging themselves and they want to take that out on other people that are getting results. But having your measurements, having your photos, um, really seeing, uh, sitting with yourself, journaling, making sure that you're somehow documenting the changes Mm -hmm. so that you can turn around and say three days, three weeks, three months, three years from now, what has really changed and what's happened. Because if you don't have the ability to document that and look back at it, how do you really know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's really important. Healthy habit. forget, looking back at journals, it's incredible to, even on, a, you know, something that you don't, I looked back at a journal from an unhealthy relationship that I had been in, and I was just, I couldn't believe that that was where my mind was at. It was in a very codependent I didn't stand on my own. I didn't really have, I was so focused on what somebody else was saying and doing and thinking. And so it it translates, it definitely translates with our bodies, how we feel, even just like a mood journal, even something simple, like watching your, your baseline emotion move up and move up and move up and just watching you become this higher self that you've set this goal toward and seeing, looking back on it and realizing you were way down here last year. We all, I mean, we, the new year, I love it because we, January 1st, we're like, ah, new year, new me. And it's like, we all see how we were not the person that we were last year and that there's been so much growth, but how cool would it be to be able to look back on an archived set of, you know, documented days where we walked ourselves through our, the thought process and the thought process, the way we, we, we talk and the way we storytell from the vantage point of our, you know, from present looking back, it's so wild to think like, these were the things that were a priority to me. These were my worries. These were my quandaries. This this was where I started. And that's where I was that day. And it's just, it's so, it's so amazing to think how much we've grown. And it's so telling of how much we've grown. I think that's um, an amazing idea as far as, you know, where our head is at with our diet with with our you know rituals yeah, how yeah. how encouraged we feel or how defeated we feel and how it's just walking through that process journaling would be a great idea i think having a a set of words too is is good like um you know growth mindset or a purpose driven or you mm-hmm. know positive mindset things like that kind of like affirmations but maybe shorter mm-hmm. um and just to remind yourself of those things like purpose driven is so powerful like i'm every every decision I make every move I make you know of course there's going to be movements that aren't going to be completely in line every day yeah but most of your movements throughout the day and decisions throughout the day are in line with having a growth mindset that you are you are growing you're you're purposeful you are doing it for a reason is it is this decision going to be in line with that so when you're creating new healthy habits what is the end goal that you want and what are some purpose-driven 
you know, new habits that you could put in place that would bring you closer to that. So that's kind of on a smaller scale, something that you guys could do even tonight after, after you listen to this, um, sit with yourself and just decide what is it that you want. And, and once you make that decision, start immediately working towards it because you're the only one that's going to sabotage you. There's no one that's going to take anything away from you or give you anything. It's, it's all about yourself and you have to have to be in that mindset creating that journal and that that day-to-day will also keep you narrated and on that path where you know you're you have chosen to work toward this and that way no matter if you have a good day or a bad day you have this little story within yourself that I'm working toward this and coming back to that baseline even if it's I didn't do anything today and it felt terrible would just keep you to know that and the next day, and there's a next day, and then there's a next day. This building block linear path that's like, I'm narrating this, I'm journaling this, this is my journey. It doesn't matter how, how many days you waffle because you're like, nope, we're going to return back to this story. I've chosen to make this journey with myself. And so therefore, it would it would create that, that holding space for the days where you're like, yeah, I, I dropped the ball completely and entirely. That's it's that's mm-hmm. that's awesome. I think that those things keep you encouraged to to keep that fire burning because whenever you look back at whether it's a progress picture or mm-hmm. you know you look back at a journal that something is like okay I've come this far yeah in this amount of time like even if it's a year or two years I didn't you know? come this far to come this far yeah I didn't I don't want to stop now mm-hmm. why would I stop now you know like okay and the other thing that you said was starting now. I think mm-hmm. too many people put it off till Monday, put it off yeah. till next week, put it off till, you know, I've, I've worked with so many people and I always know whenever they're setting themselves up for failure, when they're like making exceptions, like I'm going to grind and I'm going to go really hard yeah. until, well, I have this vacation or mm-hmm. I have this after birthday this, coming up or, or the kids are busy, they have sports or right. it's, it's winter, it's the holidays. Cause well, they wait for the conditions to be perfect yeah, for that right. clean line. Mm-hmm. I'll start Monday because Monday's a clean starting date. Right. Life doesn't have clean starting dates and Not it's never ever. going to be convenient ever. Mm-hmm. If you wait for yeah. it to fit within certain realms, within this date, within this date, you're not making it a life. You're making it something that you're going to do temporarily and then quit. And what all of that stuff does, especially with yeah. this documentation and, and implementing this, it's like a commitment to you and you. Right. And the journal is just an accountability contract that you sign every single day. And I think that that's super key yeah. to you start now. You The best laid plans all are wasted if you do not never leave a spot where you make a decision without taking some kind of action. Obligate yourself. Buy right. the website. Click now. Do, you know. Put in the deposit, make the phone call, go to the building, because buy those the are product. healthy habits. Yeah. yeah. Like that in itself. You're starting the yeah. journey. Like you're you're being intentional about it. You know, like that's that's why that's so important. I I cannot tell you how many people I've worked with, how many people have asked me to like train them and they're like, Well, you know, I'll clean up my diet and I'll do this or they'll And then I'll be back. And yeah, but then they're like, Well, you know, but all except for Memorial Day when we grill out and we mm-hmm. do this and it's like you are going to starve yourself or be on a strict, strict, strict diet until you're going to go that day and then just sabotage everything. It's like, why don't we shoot for balance here? You know, mm-hmm. or making, like creating those healthy habits, like you said. I'm working, you know, actually I'm talking with one person, this woman back home, I saw her post something online and just about her going through a season of depression. And she was like, I know many of you guys don't know this, but like, this is what I've been dealing with. And so I've heard somebody say, you know, I just need to put 
sneakers on and get dressed mm-hmm. today. And she said, so I'm, I'm doing that. Yeah. I put my shoes on. Isn't it amazing putting today. shoes on? Right. I'm infinitely more motivated and active when I just put, I put the pants on, right. I put the shoes on. Right. I'm not going to be in pajamas and slippers. And yes, I may work from home this day or whatever, but if I put on the damn shoes. Right. Something, <laughs> whatever, if it's the shoes or whether it's like I'm going to put on makeup today or whatever mm-hmm. it is, whatever you need just to get that like, okay, it, now I can go. And so it's been the, I reached out to her. Um, you know, I liked her post, but I reached out to her and cause I was just like, Hey, you know, I can relate to some of those things. I haven't talked to this woman in so long, maybe since high school, it's been so long. Um, and I just said, I wanted to keep you encouraged. You like, obviously, you know what I do for a living, but, um, you know, if you ever just need someone to encourage you, I'm not trying to like sell you anything at all. I just am here mm-hmm. if you need an ear. And she ended up like calling me over Facebook Messenger like mm-hmm. a couple weeks later and said, I don't think you understand like how much of a difference that made mm-hmm. to me just for you to reach out. And sometimes we just need that. We need that kick in the pants from somebody else or mm-hmm. just yeah. that encouragement from somebody else. And we've been talking about through things, you know, like she's like, I stopped drinking Coke, mm-hmm. which is a big deal. She yeah. still smokes. She still drinks alcohol, but it's like one thing at a time. I'm like, don't try to conquer the world. Just continue to do what you're doing. Drop one habit. Mm-hmm. You know, replace it with another healthy habit at at a time. It's and then a once you feel like you've gotten point. past that and you're good, then go attack the next one. Yeah. You know? That's really how I got started when I was exercising. Yeah. My friend said, because I was super depressed, she said, oh. I think you need to increase your, your heart rate. Like, yeah. not coming from anyone. She was a bartender. She wasn't, like, you know, yeah. into fitness or anything, but she understood. She understood right. it. She's like, you just have to increase your heart rate so that you sweat, you feel good. Like, go ahead. Just try it. And I was like, one little thing, no. right? But yeah. yeah, I got a gym membership and, and I went for 30 minutes. You know, my goal was 30 minutes on the elliptical and I did that for months. Yeah. Awesome. What felt like years, but yeah, for months. And, uh, the being on the yeah. elliptical the yeah. one time or being, <laughs> right. no, like every time. Uh, no. And then I started into the classes and stuff and it, it just, that, that one step yeah. meant so much. Like if I didn't have that person right. saying that to me, mm-hmm. uh, you know, nine years ago, whatever, I wouldn't be where I am and it's, it's important especially That's with it. depression and anxiety and yeah. other symptoms that we feel from the outside coming in on us um, right. whether it's food or you know media and stuff we we can get extremely overwhelmed and emotional and that's you know connected yeah. to us so well depression on the outside looks the same you know when somebody's depressed it, it depression looks like stooped over shoulders it looks like the in, lack of motivation it looks like the inability to focus on things it looks like feeling hopeless and and in a, you know lacking control of your environment and just that you can't you can't make a change and so that just perpetuates the cycle of i can't do anything so why do anything i can't do right. anything so why do anything and if we just remove this i the key thing for that i did for me is i removed the choice to control my emotions. This isn't a matter of choice. What do I want for dinner? Right. I the, when then would go into this tailspin of, ooh, what do I want? What will taste good? What's going to entertain me? What's going to make me feel all those feelings of like returned? Di- oh, gosh, it, yeah, that's going to have a lot of carbs and sugar in it. That's going to, but it's going to feel good. And I'm just, I want it. So I'm going to do it anyway. I removed the choice by associating my new habits and this new decision and commitment to myself. And I, you don't have that option because you don't do that anymore. You don't eat like that anymore. You don't behave like that anymore. And just the, no, that's, 
not who I am. I'm not somebody who just quits out on the gym or doesn't feel like it or chooses based on my taste buds and emotions and all that like what I what I'm gonna feel like I really need I've been having anxiety I'm stressed I'm gonna eat the foods that fill me and make me feel comfortable no (laughs) no you just remove that option and the the emotional aspect when we remove our emotions from the food it's amazing how much easier it becomes like what can the healthy person have what can my new high energy high standard of living high self what would she eat you don't go back into this and tap into this old self of like okay well when i used to feel like this i used to go for this Mm -hmm. well okay i left that behind Mm -hmm, so what is this person i'm opening the fridge what does this person eat and half the time it's just a matter of well my fridge doesn't have it in in anymore but that's a healthy (laughs) habit too changing up what you are choosing to get when you go to the grocery store what you're choosing to stop at you know fast food wise um is super important you know small steps because i did drink coke i think did who didn't everybody here like drink Oh, as a yeah. soda drinker? S- I did in college, man. Did I you smoke? I was no, a smoker. Drinker. Drinker, mm-hmm. yeah. And then I think I I ate fast food. I drank. I smoked briefly, but I never, like, quitting, even when I was only 18, like, quitting, and I would take it on and, and quit and take yeah. it on and quit. I just never was addicted to it. It was kind of like a hand-to-mouth habit. I, I liked doing it socially, and so, therefore, I just did. Uh, drinking, I know that I was addicted to drinking at some point because I, I would do it habitually mm-hmm, yeah. and I would drink for the emotional relief of it's the end of the day, I had a hard day yeah. and I'm going to pour myself a glass of wine mm-hmm. while I'm making dinner. That was my ritual. And then I realized like, I th- I don't remember what day it was where it kind of like, I think I did it without realizing it and I saw the glass of wine and I didn't remember pouring it. Mm-hmm. That's when I was like, okay. Like, you don't even remember choosing it. It was just such a habit. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah. okay, we're done with this. But, yeah, I drank soda. I smoked a drink. Um, fast food was not, you know, a problem for me. And then I just was, like, gradually one thing led to another where I was just like, okay, we're going to stop doing this. We're stopping doing this. We're not doing this. And it's now where it's just the mentality, slow progress. You don't even have to – you don't have to rope the moon in a night and just decide you're going to stop everything. Just – imagine one year where you don't drink soda instead you do everything else keep everything else but then the next year you don't do soda and now you don't eat fried food and the next year soda fried food drinking just quit 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 and then just i mean it's it's just one take on one there's another you know even if it was shorter than that even if it was like 21 day 30 day type Mm -hmm. program you know, getting in the habit of replacing yourself in or placing yourself into that every month. Mm-hmm. Um, we notice a lot of people do that do the 21 day type of program that last kind of week of the month, they reassess where they were, what they did, what was great, what was hard, what was bad, what they need to change. And then um, they make the changes. They start journaling, whatever it might be, maybe a food blog, and then they implement all these new things in the next month. Mm-hmm. Plus yeah. the healthy habits they started already. So they're yeah. not like a plus grade at those things but they're at least three weeks into doing mm-hmm. them which is a long long time when you think yeah. about i mean three weeks from now where are you going to be you know make lots of decisions but i think too like what you were saying about um about you didn't even realize that you made that choice for me the other day i was outside and um during covid i you know converted my small garage to a little gym and i'm out there working out sometimes i go out there for like 30 minutes and i could be doing a lot of other things in those 30 minutes you mm-hmm. know whether they're bad things good things doesn't matter but I choose to I choose to go out there and do that 
I don't realize I'm even choosing it. I just, that's my place. That's where I go. Because anybody thinks they don't have time, look at your screen time. Yeah. And um, the other other night I was out there and one of our neighbors was walking by with a dog and he's like, you are always out here working out. And I was just, I was offended. You know, I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, excuse me. But also I, I looked at him, you know, I, I remembered the story he told me about his life and, um, was he making great choices? No. Were his choices probably aligned with his life right now? Maybe. But to, to for him to say it in that way yeah. just really pushed forward for me that that I am making the right choices and I don't even realize I'm doing it. Yeah, because if somebody identifies yeah. you, you're the girl in the exactly. street that's always working out. I mean, right? and do I love working out? Yeah. yeah but do I feel good? Yeah. Thing. I mean, it's that's not, but that's label. why I was like laughing at <laughs> afterwards. I was like, he said it so rudely, you know, yeah. like, you're always out here working out. And I'm like, okay, well, I like that. I've never said anything to you about the choices that you've made that I can physically see, you know, not judging you for anything, but you're actually coming over here and judging me, you know, because maybe you aren't there yet and that's okay. I'm still here completely loving on you. Like I totally get it. But anyway, afterwards I was like, you know, I really don't even choose this anymore Mm -hmm. because it's just part of my life. I've been doing it for, for years, for, you know, nine years. And, um, I created that healthy habit. So if you're someone that hasn't created that yet, but it's something that you want, yeah. back to that again, don't wait any longer. Make the choice tonight. You know, Set it up tomorrow to meet with somebody, a right. personal trainer or a gym. Maybe you have a friend on Facebook that's a GM at a gym or an owner of a gym. Um, you know, Maybe someone is doing a 21-day challenge and you know that they're already getting in it. Maybe you can jump in with them. Make the choice tonight to, to get that started because nine years from now, you will look back and you will be so grateful that you did. I mean, nine days from now, you'll be so grateful mm-hmm. you yeah. did. Yeah. What's amazing with food, too, is when you start that, did you guys ever notice that when you quit eating sh- high sugar foods, high content, you know, high fat content, things like that, that are, that's not healthy for you? Mm-hmm. Did you notice that, like, if you did, like, a detox and you went back to it? No. I remember the mm-hmm. first time. Your body I, just rejects stuff. I <laughs> was yeah, so shocked. I did sure. a three-week, we did a fast and a cleanse in Fiji for three weeks, and I remember... I just casually had like ordered a Coke with uh, a, a lunch with yeah. friends. I was like, yeah, let's have a Coke. That sounds fun. <laughs> and it got there and I was, I was repulsed. It was yeah. so sugary and so it didn't, it was not pleasure at all. It was just disgusting. And I remember yeah. being so shocked and taken aback like, okay, that's something in my life that I've left behind and it's great because your taste buds evolve and change. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're not eating candy or sweets or cakes or carbs or whatever. And then you have a, you know, apple dipped in peanut butter and you're like, oh, oh my God, this, this is the most amazing. delectable <laughs> thing I've ever had. So right. to encourage anybody that's never really taken that leap, your body will change to it. Yeah. We have been addicted based on sugar being in everything that we have. So, you know, salad dressings, ketchup, whatever, any kind it of condiment. what we feed it. It's, your body starts to crave what you feed it. And then the yeah. taste buds evolve yep. to become, you know, yeah. a fi- you know. So if you're uh, feeding in healthy foods, then your body's going to crave more of that. that. If you ever noticed, you know, yeah. you have, there's kids that are, you know, raised in different households where one refuses to eat any oh my kid only eats this my kid right. only eats that and then they have kids that you know eat everything and it's they're not given the choice that's the key yeah. difference is you this also, kid doesn't this get the choice dinner. you also this, have yes. we're eating <laughs> the bad bacteria in your gut that's actually yeah. reacting to that too so we can't actually 
help it when the kids only want to have the soda and the chicken nuggets. Their body is telling them that that's what they want because yes. that's what their bacteria is used to having. Yes. Yeah. So, of course, their, their gut is going to tell them that. Um, is it hard to change up your diet? Absolutely. Totally. It's totally. so hard. And so you are validated if you feel like it's something that you can't attain right now. But I think that goes back to the small changes. And being in charge. If it's chips. I'm in charge. My animal brain that wants this Mm -hmm. fatty survival, emotional control food is not in charge. And, you know, it, I, I tell myself all the time when I'm about to make a change for myself, it's forced until it's flow. I have to force it until it's flow. It will eventually flow. And just telling myself, this will eventually flow for me. This will eventually become part of my identity. This will eventually become part of my routine. It's I will have to force it until it flows. And it's yeah. it's so... Have you ever like, made the choice? It's early. I don't want to get up and go for a run. It's early. I'm not going to the gym. It's early. Or I'm tired. Or I'm hungry. Or whatever. And you just did it anyway. I don't know how many times that was yeah. really good for me so with the cold plunge showers. Mm-hmm. I told myself I did not want to get in there. No, I'm yeah. not doing it today. I'm not doing it today. I want my hot shower. Not doing it. And after I get out and I'm just exhilarated with all this energy, I'm like, I'm so glad. I've never done anything or made a healthy choice for myself and then Regretted been it. done with it. Yeah. I've been like, I wish I hadn't done that. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's telling. Yeah. Like if yeah. you never ever have made the choice that was hard at first. And then looked back and I'm like, I'm so glad I went. I, I don't know how many times I've left the gym and just been like, I made it happen. It was probably not going to happen today. And that I actually, made it. It shows you how much control, like your thoughts and your, you know, my, my high school basketball coach used to call it stinking thinking, you know, yes. but like whenever you're, you have that negative talk about like, no, I'm not doing that. Or I like you talk yourself into sleeping yep. or whatever it is your thoughts control so much of your day. So if you're, if you don't give yourself a choice, like I, uh, I mean, we talk, you guys know I'm on 75 hard right now, the 75 hard program made by Andy Frisella. Now for anybody that's um, listening, go through the synopsis. What is the 75 hard? Sure. Um, So Andy Frisella, first of all, is the owner of first form, um, it's a supplement company that mm-hmm. is just phenomenal. They're great. Yeah, yeah. so phenomenal. Um, but he, I guess several years ago, I think it was 2015, he looked in the mirror and he's like, well, crap, I'm 350 pounds and I own a supplement company. Like, And, and his lifestyle was just mm-hmm. horrible, you know. He wasn't feeling good, so he was like, I am the only one that can change this. I need to do something about it. So, um, So he dropped, you know, a lot of weight. And then he made the 75 hard program just to basically form the discipline. So it's not a weight loss program. It's not, you know, it's not something, it's just a a way to form disciplined, healthy habits. And so what it is is 75 days straight, um, of these critical tasks. And if you miss one of the critical tasks, you have to start over at the beginning. (laughs) So you definitely don't want to miss one of the critical (laughs) tasks. Um, but it's two 45-minute workouts, and one has to be outside no matter what the elements are. Um, you have to take a progress picture every day, and it's just one of those little tiny things that you have mm-hmm. to remember to do. Um, you have to read 10 pages of a nonfiction book, something that would help you you know, along your, your journey. Um, no cheat meals, no alcohol. And you choose whatever diet you want to put yourself on, You know, just some clean eating mm-hmm. diet. Um, and I'm missing one. Oh, a gallon of water every single day. And so 
you have to complete all of these things within, you know, the day and then 75 days straight. And that's actually just the beginning. It's like almost like the boot camp to the whole program. And so there's like three more parts to it that last like would go for a whole year. And I'm thankful that I did. First of all, I've done a couple bodybuilding competitions. So I know the discipline that it takes to like really, you know, like what you need to go through for an extended period of time to reach a goal. But I didn't want to do that again, and I knew I needed structure like that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, I'm doing 75 hard. I'm on day 36 right now, and <laughs> I'm, I'm so thankful for it because it does. It forces me because I refuse to, like, have to start over. I'm like, yeah, I am oh not going to. Yeah. yeah. That and would set so, my OCD on fire. Yes, I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. So, um, yeah, you know, I came down with a cold last weekend. I'm like, okay. I got to get out and I got to get my, you know, I got to work out outside no matter how cold it is, no matter how much my nose is running, like I'm going to do this and I'm going to, you know, but it doesn't allow me to stay in bed all day. Mm-hmm. It doesn't allow me to make, and like to fall back into unhealthy habits. That's you great. Know? And the obligation. Yeah. And I have to stick to it if I want to reach the goal. And so I'm thankful for the structure. And I think that is like, what's so important is like, you know, really just finding whatever structure works for you, whether it's whatever, like if you get up and make your bed and you have your aloe and your tea, whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know, you implement those things into your day to set yourself up for success. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be anything big, you know, it could be small little things that you just make sure that you do every single day to like set your day off. Right. And, and if something, you know, catastrophic happens, like when I was home, my dad set her field on fire. That was a, you know, situation bad day to burn trash just saying that but um yeah so that was a situation and I was like okay I could easily just peace out yeah on this but I'm like no I'm gonna I'm gonna finish the day I'm not gonna let this stop me and I'm thankful that I didn't and I I'm I'm excited for the end of 75 days not just because it you know you showed yourself what you can do yeah I'm excited to see like I know how far I've come on day 36 and I'm excited to see what it's like on day 75 like how good that feels you know so because I think that any chance we we don't do often often we don't do what we can we do what we must yeah and so, so many of these small little changes is we have to make it a must. We have to obligate ourselves. And like you said, with the thought process, if we don't, if we don't think our thoughts, our thoughts think us. They, if yeah. we don't control our thoughts and, and make that, you know, I'm in charge. Mm-hmm. This is secondary. Yeah. Our thoughts control us if we don't control our thoughts. And yeah. it, even if it's not, you know, our, we think it's proven that we think about around 60,000 thoughts a day. So controlling, I don't think that that, you know, we're ever really able to control the thoughts that come in. It's more or less changing the temperature of the water of those thoughts. So they, they have a different narrative, their, their stream uh, narrative, that, that energy that they hold. As we make these changes, our right. thoughts don't need to be controlled. Right. Because they will be more positive. They will be more uplifting. They will be a higher self, a higher standard of living thought stream that's coming through. So people that, you know, especially with things like meditation, so much of the concern is, oh, I can't stop the thoughts. I can't stop the thinking. I can't control my thoughts. You don't have to do that right yet, but it's forced until it's flow. So make the changes that you have to change to show yourself up as 
this new identity, creating this new identity. And then this person, this higher self, this person that does these things, no matter what, their thought streams are not anything that need to be controlled. Right. It's something that's very positive. It's inspiration. It's ideas. It's, it's new levels. It's taking you upward instead of downward. Yeah. So um, that's really cool. And day 36, yeah. 75 hard. I have seen a few people do that. And because, and even me, I'll throw myself right under the bus. I looked at all those things and I was like, yep, yep, nope. <laughs> yep, yep, can do, nope. Right. <laughs> and I spent particularly with the water yeah. and then the progress photo. Yeah. Because for I know that any progress photos that I've ever taken of myself, it was like, I am a perfectionist and so I need to be able to get to that point where I'm like okay now I want to take a photo yeah doing something like that every day whether I felt like it or not it would be one of those things I would absolutely not follow through with it and the water I don't know how many times are hilarious I'm just like (laughs) here I am here yeah like daily selfie is yeah I mean I'm not I'm not a selfie person at all and even progress pics that I had to take like for my coach back when I was you know doing the whole bodybuilding thing I'm like oh cringe yeah the 75 hard though because you've done shows yeah it makes sense because I've had a few friends that have gone right into it you know bullheaded just so content so sure of themselves that they're going to make it through 75 hard um and failed yeah you know and and it's unfortunate but I think that there's levels to the healthy habit like right you can jump into something like that and a lot of people can because they've done something like that before you're you're qualified yeah you're yeah pretty much versus like someone else that's just like I have 100 pounds like even Andy what's his last name Andy Frisella um he had a big goal, you know, yeah. which is amazing. He's like that small percent that was able to like attain that. And then look mm-hmm. what he did. He turned it around and, and sold it to the world and like yeah. everyone jumped on board. Yeah. But it's kind of like, you know, the whole, uh, the whole keto um, type diet, it's yeah. really made for about 10% of the population. So sometimes it's hard to jump into something like that. And I yeah. give you so much credit because I don't know if I'd be able to do it. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, yeah, I don't know, would. but there are a lot of people out there that wouldn't. Yeah. And that, so that is true. And that's why I think like, it's really, I mean, even if you take three of those tasks, you mm-hmm. know, and just be like, okay, these are the three things yeah. that I'm going to knock out mm-hmm. for the 75, next. not so hard. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It was 75, a little bit challenging, Trademark. you know, because yeah. it goes back yeah. to say, we don't do what we can. We do what we yeah. must. And this is, this is exactly why most of us fall off the wagon. We talk ourselves out of it, though. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, I mean, even with that, it's like, mm, I don't really want to give that up. And mm-hmm. that's that's another thing that people, in their minds, they don't want to make the sacrifices in order to get the goal that they say they want. Yes. You know? Like, I want to look like that person or I want to do what they're doing, but I'm not willing to give up you and sacrifice always or make the changes. You can always find out somebody wants by looking at their wallet or their bank account and their calendar. Right. And... Yeah, their plans. Like, mm-hmm. what are you? What are you willing to change in order to get there? And you so want that, people, but where is it in your? Where is it in your steps? Right. Yeah. Right. And I think that's that's not just with health. That's just with you know everything. Yeah. And then, I mean, but once you level up in one area of your life, mm-hmm. then you you guys know like you then find you, these snags and oxymorons and contradictions yeah. kind of start to untangle themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. As they become and you're like, I got to level up in all areas. Yeah. Yeah. And but it does overflow, and that's the thing. Like even talking about you know how the physical affects the emotional and vice versa, you Mm -hmm. know, like 
whenever you level up physically, you automatically start. I mean, because there's those chemicals, you know, yes. that start working in your in your whole body, and that's like legally so cool. blood said. Endorphins make you happy. Exactly. Happy people don't kill their husbands. <laughs> exactly. So that's the thing, though. Like, I mean, it just works together, and you just gotta be intentional about getting up and putting on your shoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And just making whatever step that is. And it just taking the littlest thing. Just and I'm, but I'm, yeah, I'm going to get up today. I'm going to put on my shoes. And tomorrow, I'm going to get up and I'm going to put on my shoes and I'm going to do mm-hmm. my hair. Yeah. And then the next day, I'm going to put on my shoes and do, you know, like just those little intentional things can yeah. add up and make such a big difference. And then when you look back or you see that, you know, progress picture, even if it's not meant to be a progress picture, you look at an old picture of yourself and you're like, exactly. oh my goodness. Like, I looked like that. Or yes. I just, you know, I look, I mean, my face was that puffy or my girlfriend know, my just did that the other that, day. Like, you know. She saw an old picture of herself, did not realize yeah. how she's, she's about a year into her fitness journey. Mm-hmm. She started when this all started. And she was always, she always had a beautiful figure and she was just a beautiful person and very, you know, she just had a phenomenal, she was one of those people that had like curves, but it was, it was proportional to her. She yeah. always looked great. All the right places. But she didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even, she showed me an old picture after a year of her on this fitness journey, just working out at home yeah. in her gym. I was stunned. I did not realize she looked heavy in her before, in this picture that she had found of herself. Yeah. I couldn't, I mean, she's, she's got the most amazing body now and I, would never have guessed that she didn't have an amazing body then. It was the right. it was the contrast of like right. she found an old photo. I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that like you've made this much change. And I'm you know was around her, so it was also like this yeah. little incremental stuff. And we do that for ourselves. And so to piggyback on that, what are some absolute daily must? We'll start with Sherry. Yeah. You have to every single day. This is your standard. This is your thing like if this does not happen you have to be in this serious like funk to miss out on these things what do you do on the daily either your morning routine something before you go to bed or just your daily like rules this this is gonna happen today so whenever I I can tell a big difference in my day when I don't do these things Mm -hmm. and that's a better way of saying it yeah Mm -hmm. so um I get up and the first thing I do is have a little you know have some water I have some greens and some reds, you know, like some powdered greens, powdered reds, have that, have my coffee with collagen and I get into the Bible. And Mm -hmm. when I don't, when I don't do those things, or at least like the biggest thing is when I don't get into the Bible and read scripture to set my day off right, I can see a big change. Mm -hmm. Like it's a, it's a big difference for the rest of the day. And, but my body wise though, when I'm feeling like, okay, I have my greens, I have my reds or I have, you know liquid vitamin or something that's going to set my body up for success for the day it's a big difference yeah big big difference so what about you lisa water for sure um if you don't wake up and drink water tomorrow morning is the first morning you're going to do it because it's important but um water um i make my bed and it's not perfect i just fluff it and lay it out just so it looks better for me when i look at it it's i'm content with it um and then go in the kitchen and, and make my tea which is for metabolism boosting and my vitamins and my collagen. Um, I make it cold. It's my, I have a whole little ritual that I do. Um, and then I sit in the living room before the kids wake up and I just look out the window, you know, for a little while. 
I could probably could probably read during that time, but I just would rather just sit and drink my drink and be quiet and think about my day and plan it out. Yeah. Yeah. And if I don't do those things, my day is not set up the way that I need it to be. I I notice for sure. Um, My gut, I'm thirsty. um, My my brain is foggy. um, And then continuing a lot of that on throughout the rest of the day. So if you don't start it that way, how do you continue it? You have to pick it up somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't pick it up somewhere else, where is that else going to be? You know, because yeah. if you don't start with it, then it's kind of it's kind of hard to put into words. But starting it, starting your day is really important to start it off right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would definitely say the biggest key element in my morning that if I don't do it, my day is definitely just on a different trajectory where it's not as high as it could be. Uh, meditation. I my perfect morning would consist of me waking up in the morning. I love. For some reason, I love the hot drink. Just that that ritual of just ha- even if it's just hot water, yeah. just having a hot drink, meditation, and it's definitely some sort of quiet. Everybody else is still asleep. I'm awake, and just kind of that. I showed up before my day showed up for me. Yeah, and just you feel like you're ahead of the game, and that that is so key. I love the putting on the shoes, making the bed. It definitely feels like even if I don't feel like it once I do it, it's just like, you don't give yourself, you make your bed, you're not going to climb back into it. Right. And there's so many things you can do to where if you don't, if you have a really big problem with waking up in the morning, there's so many things you can do to your body that physically charge you without realizing it. If you chugged an eight ounce glass of cold water, if you're going to have some time before you, you can, you getting back into that bed is going to be a serious battle. Uh, washing your face mm-hmm. in the morning. If I wash my face, I notice that if I do that at night, washing my face before I go to bed and brushing my teeth, if I was tired before I'm jazzed after it. So it's like, definitely I have to do that and then relax because it's if washing your face, brushing your teeth, all of that, especially with like the peppermint kind of wakes you up. Um, so that's definitely, if I do not feel like waking up, I'll wash my face with some cold water and brush my teeth for sure. Mm-hmm. After, and then get to the meditation. But, um, yeah, I think having water stuff. by your bedside is so important. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I, I'm always thirsty because, you know, we hydrate so much and on this, I'm like on a gallon a day. So throughout the night, I feel like I get dry. So I'll wake up and take a sip. But, um, yeah, I love being able to get up and have my water right there. So it's the first thing that I do. As soon as my feet hit the floor, I'm drinking water, you know? And I think with, yeah. with our coaching, um, that's probably the number one topic is water. Yeah. It's, it's so important. And even, even that right there, that one, that one new habit, if you guys could implement just having water on your bed stand yeah. and you know that when you're honest with yourself, you know, you're not drinking enough water that right there could change it up so much and just propel you towards better results, feeling better, better gut health, better skin, right. better hydration throughout the day, better concentration Everything throughout the day. Yeah. To it. Yeah. All of your yeah. body processes mm-hmm. need water. water. So important. It's so important. And I will throw myself under the bus here. I so just suck at it. Yeah. It's hard. And I can tell when I've had my energy, my mood, mm-hmm. my anxiety, if I have any kind of funkiness in, I know uh, headaches. Yeah. I used to be so dehydrated before being conscious that that's, you know, such a key thing. Right. I would get headaches daily and I would just pop a pain medicine mm-hmm. or have my glass of wine and, and, and you know, which dehydrates you even more, your right. coffee, that all dehydrates you to, to no end. And then I wouldn't drink water 
So I'm just, you know, this dehydrated person chock full of caffeine and pain meds. <laughs> so right, yeah, it's, it's such a huge, that that's definitely a shift. I would say the first thing you do, crank your water. I also, crank your water, get good sleep. Yeah. I also think too, if you're a parent listening that it's important to start that water healthy habit yeah. with y- your kids as soon yeah. as possible, um, yeah. just so that they aren't growing into, you know, adolescent and teenagers and adult um without having that already implemented because then they're going to be in the same shoes as us having to be an adult having to remember to drink water um with water tracking apps and alarms yeah (laughs) my daughter deals with you know upset stomach and different symptoms and stuff and my first reaction probably five times a day is did you have any water Mm -hmm. um she's a little dramatic and so everything that's not what she wants to hear yeah everything hurts everything her stomach's upset you know but at the end of it, it's probably because she hasn't had enough water. So um, if you have kids that are dealing with gut gut health issues or um, bowel issues or um, skin issues, sleeping issues, I would really turn to think about hydration. Yeah. It's a good healthy habit for your kids to start. And you can make it fun for them. Mm-hmm. Um, my kids, they went out and they picked out uh, water bottles. Uh, to make it fun for them and yeah. so we because we used to be juice pop milk chocolate milk you know all that we had all of that stuff in the house and now you don't have the option you have water right. you have water and on very special occasions when they're with their grandparents or whatever they can get you know whatever they want but mom's house they have their water and I never ever thought that that would take off uh, in my house, I just kind of thought that that would always be a battle. And we do this thing. We, we removed screens, removed, uh, soda and sugars and all that stuff. You just remove the choice yeah. and then they just live without ever knowing that that's what they're missing out on because it becomes something they just aren't missing out on. Think about this whole last year. We've removed the choice of so many things <laughs> and we all formed new habits. Mm-hmm. I know I did, you know, yeah. Yeah. and now it's like, Huh, I really don't Not all to... of them very good. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Not all of them are good. But there were things that, I mean, there, there are a lot of people that really did make great, you know, um, great changes for their mm-hmm. life. And you found out what was important. You reprioritized mm-hmm. things. And I know for me, I'm like, man, I don't mind staying at home, chilling by myself. Like, I enjoy my own company. Yep. Or I enjoy, like, just hanging out with friends at their, you know, at their place, like, in our sweats or whatever. Like, we don't have to go out, spend money. We don't have to go do this. We don't have to go out and have a drink or whatever. Now, I eliminated that entirely for at least 75 days, you know? (laughs) So, that's been, I mean, it's really been healthy for me, and my body feels good, and it's been keeping my spirits up, and I don't know. It's just, yeah. Yeah. I think there's been a lot of people that haven't implemented new healthier habits. Right. I was talking to someone recently and um, probably 75 pounds put on, um, 75 pounds during this last year and a, yeah. you know, a year later. And I asked her, what, what's been going on? You yeah. know, what, what's been happening? And she said, I, I started a drinking habit, you know, and yeah. I, I, I started a chip habit and I just started listing off all these things and that's going to lead to 75 pounds added on your body. Your body is a sponge. It's going to take on all of that. So if you start to just today, tomorrow, implement something new, something towards towards the right goal, which is what she's working on. Um, she's getting in a 21-day program. She's excited. Um, yeah. a, a new fire is lit inside mm-hmm. of her because now she's like, 
I had to be honest with myself and, and say, I can't go any longer. This is weight's just going to keep tacking on yeah, and tacking yeah. on if I continue the not healthy habit that yeah. I'm doing. Well, even if you're not honest with yourself, your body will be honest oh, for you. absolutely. Right. I mean, looking from the outside, um, as a friend, as a coach for her, I've been friends with her for many, six years, probably longer. Um, even though she's relatively active, I've never really seen a big change. Mm-hmm. And over the last year, it's, you know, unfortunately gotten worse. And, and yeah. we have a great relationship. And I'm there for her to love on her. And, um, you know, it was it was quite emotional. But I'm just so proud of her for taking on this, yeah. you know, because it's not easy. Um, and, and we're all validated at some point because we all understand it's not simple. Yeah. It's not easy. But it's totally doable. I actually had to be honest with myself with the whole, you know, like the reason why I was like, wait, Cher, you need to get structured Mm -hmm. again, Mm -hmm. you know, and I knew I didn't want to compete again. So I'm like, okay, what could I do in order to structure and to get back into, oh, Mm -hmm. and get back into healthy habits. And so that's why I chose the whole, oh, (laughs) anyways, sorry. Um, So yeah, it was getting back into those healthy habits and I knew, knew I need the structure. And so I, um, yeah, what I was going to say, sorry, I got distracted, but, um, I knew that I was drinking too much and I was, I've never been this big drinker. You know, I would go out with friends and be like social drinker, but I was like, Oh, I drank several times this week. Like Mm -hmm. even if it's one or two drinks a night, that was never my thing. So I'm like, why is it my thing now? And so that's why I had to restructure and get back on, you know, okay, I need to do something in order to set myself up for success. Yeah. And that's why I started the 75 hard. I think that creating the routines and creating the habits and rituals for a lot of people, let's talk about ways that you can make them more accessible as opposed to, you know, Force, obviously, is one of those things that, it you know, requires will. But before will, there's so many other ways that you can compel yourself to making doing that um, in an easier way. And I feel like one of the ways, and I want to get your input on these too, is trying to figure out a way to make your choice that you're considering or the thing that you know that you need to do making it a 10 experience like making it how can you make something that you don't necessarily would you wouldn't necessarily want to do making it enjoyable making it pleasurable instead of you know I'm just doing this to avoid the pain of continuing to put on weight or the pain of the guilt that I have about continuing to drink on the routine and So our brain works in two ways. We're compelled and motivated by two different things, avoiding pain and gaining pleasure. And avoiding pain will keep us in survive mode. We'll, you know, but it's still very much animal driven. Uh, We're still a slave to our thoughts. What we can do is create over here where we're gaining pleasure by creating a compelling future. And if we can take something that would normally be not as enjoyable. Yeah. And making it, figuring out ways to develop this, even if it's just accentuating what's already there. I think for me, my morning routine, I did not want to get out of bed. I was not an early riser. And then just knowing that I was going to get up in the morning to a nice hot drink or my candles or my couch or my blanket or my, you know, having those 15, 20 minutes before everyone else is up. My morning became like, oh, okay, 
Yeah. I get to, you know, I get up and I do my thing. Like, that's my thing. And you get to. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. That's the mindset. That I have to, I get to. Mm -hmm. And then cooking. Making it to where, you know, if I was cooking a boxed, prepped, you know, just throwing something in the oven or whatever, there was no, I didn't, I had to, I have to cook, I have to cook. When I got to, and it became like this, oh, I'm going to, you know, sprinkle this, shred this, chop this, saute this. I made it like a, you know that scene in Eat, Pray, Love? (laughs) Mm-hmm. where she's setting up mm-hmm. this little and it's just like this most delightful she has this plate and she's got you know I loved watching that scene because it was just it was so romantic she had this fresh asparagus that she did a little olive oil and it was like this fresh sea salt and she made this plate and it was just so awesome and I was like what if I treated food that way where it was just this romantic fuel that I I made this what I took into my body so good yeah and such a fun thing for me and routine um with working out was my biggest hurdle beyond all of that yeah um water being immediately following water for me was just as simple as I needed to what do I I need my I needed to be in metal for whatever reason metal ice cold Mm -hmm. no ice though just because I don't want you know choke to death making it ice cold in metal that's how I can make water just something that for some reason drinking it out of plastic or drinking it out of you know a faucet or having it in a it's just better something like that. yeah you <laughs> yeah. have your thing so go pick out yeah. that thing that you yeah. I have a metal water bottle I love that thing that's what will compel me to drink water yeah and working out I had a gym that I loved I had friends in it and everything like that but it was just it was kind of always under construction and it wasn't really clean it was kind of dark the equipment was older yeah. it just wasn't a 10 experience so how can I make it a 10 experience? Well, um, my other half has uh, had a membership at, a, at a, this gorgeous gym and it was just, it was awesome. And the, and the group or individual, you know, class and routines like that, there was just something about how I felt going into that gym. Yeah. And I was like, okay, if I had a membership at that gym, I would be compelled. And, and sure, sure as the day is long, I wake up and I actually look forward to the moment where I can leave and go to that gym. Yeah. Instead of, uh, okay, I'm, it, class starts at 5.30, uh, I can get, you know, I didn't feel good. And so what are some of the things that you did not like or did not enjoy that you found that you created it to where it's like, now I love this. We'll start with Lisa. Um, I think the morning part, the morning routine was, was hard. It was something I knew I needed to do, but I guess I really didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I will say is, is three things. So you want to decide, you want to commit and you want to plug in. So you have to make the decision that you're going to do something. I'm I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Um, Mm -hmm. and then you need to commit to making it a change, commit to whatever it's going to be. But the plugging in part is what you were saying. Like, what did I have to do? I had to drink out of metal because that's what I needed. Like Mm -hmm. maybe it's an accountability group. Maybe it's accountability partner. Maybe it's, um, finding a new gym. Um, Mm -hmm. I know that. There are so many gyms that will do like free trials, a couple free classes. There's so many boutique type gyms now, yeah. different style, different, different vibes, different people. Um, so I, I definitely challenge you to, to find a gym that's going to fit your personality and your needs. Um, but that would be the plug-in part of it. So for me, I had to decide that the changes need to be made. Um, so, but morning was definitely going to be the hardest thing for me and, um, staying in bed, I was super depressed. I could sleep all day long. I, whether it was in the bed or on the couch or whatever. Um, so making that change was, 
was committing to myself to not do that. Um, Food-wise, I'm I'm Italian, so we grew up with wine and, and pasta three times a day. God, I love pasta. <laughs> uh, so, and, and at my heaviest, that's what I was eating, right? I was making baked ziti every day, cheese loaded. And, um, so what did I have to change? I had to change what I was eating. Did I make fancy dinners in any sort of a sense? No. Um, was I even capable of doing that at that time? <laughs> no, I was on, on welfare and... Um, I just didn't have income coming in. So, but changing wherever you're at right now, changing your food is really important. Um, yeah. Changing what you're cooking, how you're cooking it, mm-hmm. um, not stopping at fast food and, and having a better relationship with food, like you said, is, is key. So that yeah. was a big one for me. Um, and exercise obviously is, is the other part of that puzzle. So moving your body. Um, I got a jogging stroller that was bought for me it was like $300 and I didn't even know like I couldn't even equate $300 at that time in my life but um it was given to me gifted to me and I would I lived in Colorado at the time so lots of little hills and um good cardio you know walking with with my daughter so that was a big change just just saying I'm gonna put my shoes on yeah Mm -hmm. and I'm going to go do this I bought someone bought this for me I'm not passing it up what is my excuse I'm just gonna go lay down in the bed Mm -hmm. no it's like you get to the point where you can't say no. Yeah. You know, that excuse, you're just, you can't, you can't keep doing it for me anyway. I just couldn't keep doing it because there was, there was a moment where I realized that I was just sabotaging myself. So, so food, yeah. Exercise was important. And, um, is it always enjoyable making those changes? No. Um, did I want to eat the pasta? (laughs) Absolutely. Um, do I want pasta now? No. You know, now my body has changed so much. My taste buds have changed so much. My gut has changed so much. Mm-hmm. I don't, I wouldn't even want to go to an Italian restaurant and got, get a plate of pasta. You'd even though so I would feel, I know that I would feel so terrible. Yeah. Um, I think some people look at that like, oh, that sucks. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, you don't want, that's not enjoyable to you. If you don't want it, it doesn't suck. Right. It doesn't suck. You're not actually, out. <laughs> I actually feel bad that you have to go home and feel so ill after eating that because you aren't to the point yet where you know that there's a better choice yeah yeah um definitely not to shame anyone that likes to eat pasta um my family in my in my family unit um you know I'm the only one that's really made these changes and so to compare to look to see where they are um I wish that they would make some of those same changes having the same bloodline and same heritage and stuff knowing that that food is so reactive to to all of them um yeah. You know, so I think another part of this too is once you start making these changes um, and living in these healthy habits and being consistent with it, you start to inspire other people along the mm-hmm. way. And really that's what we're here for, right? To inspire yeah. you guys. So just know that it's totally possible no matter how, how big or how difficult it seems. Um, put your shoes on. It is mm-hmm. possible for anyone. And you said such an important thing. Like you come from the same bloodline of people who aren't making those healthy habits, you know, aren't making the healthier choices and you can visibly see the difference and it plays out in people's lives. Like, you know, in a very visual way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, what's so important is that so this world tells you that, you know, things are genetic and that's just the way it is. You're just going to, you're supposed to have heart disease. You're supposed to have diabetes. You're supposed to have this or, or it's a joke that we're, you know, ailed and addicted with just so many different things. Mm -hmm. The alcohol humor, when I quit drinking, I was astonished that like 
being an alcoholic was like such a joke. It was like it's it was yeah. such an acceptable norm. Acceptable, yeah. It is acceptable. And it shouldn't be acceptable. And it's that's not the thing. funny. Like, <laughs> no. So there's this thing. Um, I don't know whether you guys know of Sean Stevenson, but he has the. I'm reading his book right now. It's called Eat Smarter, and he talks about epigenetics. And he had a, he has a podcast, and he had someone on his podcast, and I I wish I remembered his name, but he is one of the really. Uh, I guess, I don't know, expert Mm -hmm. names in epigenetics. And basically, genetics, your bloodline, whatever it is, can... only contributes to 2% of your health. Oh my, I didn't know it was that low. It is very, very low. And the thing of it is, that's why anybody can make these changes. Anybody can really, you know, you can... You can do it. You can do yeah. it. Yeah. It, yeah. So don't, I don't want anyone to think, well, like, well, everyone else is heavy in my family and everyone died of yeah. this in my family. You, that doesn't have to be your story. There's yeah. a quote that we say here uh, when people are like, oh, but that runs in my family right. is no, it's that no one runs in your family. There you go. Because yeah. it is a crutch to say, yeah. like, if you guys were to look at, <clears throat> at me and look at my family, um, not only is it heart disease, um, cancer, high blood pressure, um, sleep apnea, um, not as much diabetes, but obesity mm-hmm. for sure. Um, have they made the choices to be better? Absolutely not. Well, the only difference with me is that I've made the choices. Yeah. Right. And so to say that it runs on my family, I, I do joke to say like, I'm Italian. I like pasta and I like wine, but right. like, um, my family now being into my journey as far as I am, they are finally coming around and asking more questions and getting on programs with me and jumping into my challenges. And it's just so amazing to finally see the change in them because it does validate you to say, um, you are doing something right, you know, and I do want to jump on board with that. So, um, it's, it's kind of like you take that crutch away from them a little bit without being harsh about it. That's, what's really cool too, about seeing other people. I mean, people have always, you know, seen me people have known me my whole life they've seen me and they're like oh well you've always been thin I'm like no no I've had some moments where I really was not making very good choices you know I was an athlete and when I got done at Penn State and I you know (laughs) I I had a couple years where I was just like oh you probably had to change up your eating too and not being an athlete as much anymore yeah and I did and I honestly as educated as I should have been back then with my degree, I wasn't educated. And, you know, it's crazy how much I've learned as a professional and as an adult and really coming, you know, being diagnosed with Crohn's disease, that was a major game changer. It's like, I thought I was healthy. I thought I ate well. And then I'm like, wow, everything that I thought was quote unquote healthy before I was so misguided. And so I've had to research so many things on my own and learn what works for my body and what doesn't, you know, right. And yeah, so there's so many, I mean, you just never know. I mean, when you, when you see a person walking down the street and they're like, Oh, they're fit, they're healthy. You don't know their journey. You don't know where they came from. You don't know what struggles they're having or whatever, but it's just, I mean, it's really cool to see people who have seen you on your journey and see the big difference. And they're like, okay, I could do that too. You know, for sure. I remember, um, my mother, my biological mother suffers from, I'm, I'm not actually even sure. I just know that there's a, you know, a lot of things that I was told growing up that I would inherit from her. 
Yeah. She would tell me that I would end up with fibromyalgia and um, various other ailments that involve like physical pain in the body and just like a lack of health in yeah. general. And I accepted that for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember just knowing that I would always be thin, but ne- I would never feel good. And food, you know, you eat. It was normal for me to feel pain in my body, mm-hmm. to be bloated, to ha- feel sick mm-hmm. after eating all the time. Every single yeah. meal, I would just feel I that feels sick. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I remember the day that I decided, I think everybody remembers that pivot point, that day yeah. that you're like, absolutely never again. Not, not another day, not another minute, not another second. It's called your altered state, where you finally, your pain leverage reaches over 51%, and you're like, yeah. and we're the tipping point. That sick and tired of being sick and tired. Exactly. That's what it is, yeah. I got... Um, I lived in a, a large house, and there was a multiple stair. You went up one staircase, got to a landing, and there was another staircase up to the house, or up to the second level. I remember climbing those stairs at 11:30 at night. Um, I was, I got up that night because I was so thirsty. It woke me up. Mm-hmm. I was so dehydrated that I woke up in the middle of the night. Just I needed something to drink. It was that bad. So I went downstairs, and I, you know you're thirsty you get to that point you're like just chugging water not realizing like your own your body's not going to even absorb it's not used to that so and I climbed back up the stairs and I got to the top two stairs and I was winded completely wow and this was in 2015 for 2014 I got to the top of the stairs it was completely winded and it was about 4 34 45 in the morning and I just, I sat down before I even got to the top step. And I just was, I, I just thought to myself, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to become my mom health-wise. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be reliant on a selection of pills. Yeah. I'm going to create this arthritis. I'm going to create fibromyalgia. And I'm going to create whatever else, you know, is in my family, runs in my family. I didn't even know my family's history. I didn't want to know right. um, because I didn't know what I was going to suffer from. And then I made the decision that day, I don't need to know my family history because I'm not going to become my family history. Mm -hmm. And it was 4.45 and I searched on my phone that day of a gym that was open with those hours right then. And I found out that there was going to be, there's a kickboxing gym at the time that was going to open at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. And I grabbed my shoes my the most tennis shoe type shoe I had, yeah. which honestly sad to say, I did not own a pair of actual formal tennis shoes. I did not own workout gear, leggings, uh, gym shorts, nothing. So I put on a pair of like my son's basketball shorts, yeah, and a tank top with. I didn't have sports bras, and I left. And that I mean, I can't. Life. I know <laughs> I can't even. I didn't own these things. I just never worked out. I never went for a run. I never. I would run for like. A half a mile and realize I'm miserable this is horrible I don't know why I just was always like well I'm skinny so I don't need to do any of these things and then I realized health was so much more than what you look like on the outside absolutely and absolutely. I, I showed up at that gym and it was you know it's a high intensity interval training yeah <laughs> not exactly the easiest starting point for anybody but I met a wonderful friend um, so a coach that had I had become friends with and he walked me through three rounds uh, and so about 11 minutes in I was gassed I felt like I felt terrible I told him I'm really embarrassed but I need to go throw up but after I get out I want to finish yeah so it's it it was a nine it's nine it's nine round okay. the so it's yeah. 
three minutes per round and then a 30 second exercise in between. And so I got to the round three and already had to throw up. I got out and I said, okay. And he goes, we don't have to, you don't have to finish. Like we, we can put yeah. those like, no, if I, if I walk out of here right now without finishing, I won't be back. Yeah. I need to come back. And I obligated myself. I signed a, signed a six month thing and we finished the workout and I went in every single day and I, I think I threw up a couple more times. That's crazy. Yeah. But That's then good it was, you know, I noticed that it was, I threw up after round three and then it wasn't until seven and then it wasn't until after I got home and then I stopped, it stopped happening yeah. and then my body just started to become something else. So yeah, I think the, <laughs> the biggest thing that like we can gather from every single one of our journeys and so many people that we know is that like you don't leave space for excuses you know you get to that point where you're sick and tired of being sick your story you're done yeah I'm done living this way I know I need to change I know it's going to be hard I maybe don't even know where to start but I'm starting right now Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm going to take the smallest step and I'm not going to have the excuse that I don't have sneakers or I Mm -hmm. don't have sports bra you know I'm going to do it right now and that that's the thing like I don't like putting things off until no you you, yeah obligate yourself right then buy it add it to your calendar set your alarm burn the boats if you want it um, write out your tasks whatever it is and even if you're someone that that travels for work because we get this a lot well I travel a lot for work right Mm -hmm. even if that is something that you do you could find like a nine round or like another boutique type style gym that has a membership style where you could pick up and go I know Orange Theory does it too you could pick up and go to any Orange Theory Um, and then when it comes to your vitamins like some of the products that that I promote is um, when my customers say they're going out of town and they're they're not, you know, I ask them if they're going to bring their stuff and they say no or they already went out of town without, you know, letting right. me know or something and they come back and they're like so beside themselves because they're ill again. Um, when it comes to your vitamins, when it comes to your nutrients, take it seriously. So if it's a product that you use or a probiotic that you use or right. a certain vitamin, don't forget it at home. If you tend to travel a lot, make sure that you make the healthy habit of taking those things with you. Um, your body needs food. It needs nutrients. And um, what else are you going to do? You know, are you going to be just traveling and say, nope, I don't need, I don't need gut health today. That, that's not um, lives. That's the, yeah, op- that's that's the, the opposite. absolute yeah. antithesis of making it a lifestyle. Yeah. You have right. to, so, you know, that's just one example of and someone that travels, but up for yeah, whatever yeah. it might be, um, making it, making the decision that's going to fit best with whatever excuse that you think you have. So, you know, for you, it was the exercise part of it. And you went to a gym that had stations, um, and that was attractive to you. That made sense to you. So don't, don't jump into something that doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that, uh, that sabotages us. So we jump into something that we're just not all the way sure about, um, or it's trending or your best friend's doing it or, you know, make it make sense to you. Another thing with gyms is a lot of times, not only do they have like the free trials, but they might have like a couple weeks or a couple months, you know, they might not have a contract. Maybe don't sign anything. Mm-hmm. Um, something where maybe you could do it a couple days a week and on the off days, do, walk with your kids or if something that like that. If that makes sense for you. Yeah. Right. I knew for me, I needed to obligate exactly. myself yeah. financially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I didn't yeah. have the pain point of losing money, an investment of it, it wasn't going to work for me. Yeah. And you have to be honest with yourself with mm-hmm. that too. Like, where am I at? What fits my lifestyle what like diet or, yeah. do I uh, will make my body feel best what right. workout routine will will work right. for me it's not a one size fits all for any anybody mm-hmm. but you have to make those decisions and commit to it mm-hmm. and like this is what I'm going to do no matter what happens what today, will no matter I how hard to. yeah 
you have to make the commitment. I mean, shoot, you threw up a couple times in that workout. I know. And I, I hate, put, yeah. I'm one of those people that will lay on the, on a bathroom floor with my back pressed up against a cold wall to do anything but throw up. I, mean, I hate it. And it's, so it's the fact that it was doing that to me was like, I have to get through this pain point because I'm not looking back. Yeah. And for emotional well-being, I think it would be, it would be a really good first start for everyone to create a list of the things you already know now that make you happy, that make you feel good, foods that you know feel good, things that when you do them, you feel good afterward. And those could be a really, really good starting point to kind of ask yourself, engage within, what are gonna be some of the things I need to implement that will make me, that show up and set me up for success of showing up as a higher self and then building from there and And then okay where am I going to go where do I want to go and what does this person do what does this Mm -hmm. identity hold how do they show up how do they dress how do they speak how do they eat where do they go who do they hang with where do they use their time how do they spend their money and just start building into your day all of these identity factors yeah relaxing on to people that are at the place that you want to be in some aspect maybe physically financially skin hair whatever it might be but also finding your why so you know, for me, it was, I knew I was going to be a single parent and I knew that there wasn't very many people I could lean on. So who was my daughter going to have if I didn't make, start to make those choices? Was it all going to happen overnight? Absolutely. I mean, it took me a couple years to drop most of the, the amount of weight that I needed to get off to really be a healthy version of myself. But, um, your why is, is so important. Another why for me is my family, like I was telling you guys, there's just a lot of health issues. And um, knowing that that was something, I, I had to do the opposite. So mm-hmm. what was the opposite? The opposite was to take care of my body and to work out and to eat right and to deal with, um, deal with my anxiety, deal with my depression. What were the choices I had to, do, I had to put into place um, to be that person? So yeah, exactly what you said. Who, what, what decisions does that person make to, to, to live that healthy lifestyle? If you're not there yet, start to make those decisions. Yeah. Or at um, least identify who yeah. that is. Mm-hmm. So that way you have a framework for where you're going and how you're headed. And then that way you know, kind of on this I'm this commitment to me, to me, to me, I have this documented journey of this person that I seek to become. And then every step you take toward that person, every day that you succeed, you write down those successes and you write down the days you failed. That way you can dive into why and, and really kind of like get a, a, a running list of, okay, these are the rules of what it takes to become this person and this is where I break it and here and then you develop your own laws and then once you have your laws of like this is this high self and these are the laws that I must obey within myself and then it becomes this thing where you don't have to force it it be, you know force becomes flow you already know because intuitive you're like ugh, that just doesn't that's what I used to do and that was that was then and that was that person and here I am now um and I think that I don't do you guys um did you guys meal prep or fast or do anything as far as that, that you are like this is, makes yeah. me feel really, so really good. I actually because I'm not like I just I can cook for myself but it's just not like something I love doing <laughs> does and not spark joy yeah, yeah it doesn't spark joy like hearing you talk about the asparagus earlier I'm like that sounds lovely if someone else cooks it for me <laughs> which I'm fine like I, I will it, yeah. you know I have meal prepped I, I you know I cook for myself but I actually this past week I found myself I'm like I don't want to do this right now and so I ordered meal prep you know mm-hmm. I have a 
And that's a know. choice. I mean, that's right. a great. That's I've a great. That yeah. Lately. But yeah. I just moved into a new house. Yeah. I do not have the desire to get. I'm not yeah. in that place yet where I feel like I'm just gonna tear it all apart. Right. And so, yeah, we, I just make sure that the things that I, I buy myself are within something that I, I look at it and it's like intuitively, do I know that that's going to make me sick or not feel well? And I just, you just walk, you just leave it behind. It's just not an option yeah. anymore. Another so thing, yeah. I set myself up for success because I'm like, I know I'm not going to want to cook and I'm mm-hmm. going to, yep, call up. Hey, I need this, this, and this this week. And so I'm good. I'm set for the week. Yeah. yeah. And I think when it comes to, you know, we're talking a lot about starting starting these healthy habits um but maybe you've already started some and fallen off or maybe Mm -hmm. you are reassessing your life with this new season of summer coming down like right around the corner um knowing that you know bikini season or whatever is here um go back to when you were your best and do what you did then so or maybe it's in your business um i always say you know what did i do to grow my business four years ago I need to do that again because I just exploded in the beginning mm-hmm. and it's very successful still, but what do, what did I do then? So that's what I teach my coaches light that is fire again. Yeah, yeah, light that fire again. So, mm-hmm. but that is a healthy habit in itself is remembering that. And next year when you feel like you've fallen off or maybe things have kind of become stagnant, you, you reassess and you light that fire again yeah. in some way. Yeah. There's two key things. Success leaves clues and so does failure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's reasons, there's laws that are broken that lead to failure, and then there's laws that if you you abide by them, you I mean, you show up, you're present. Those things, they don't, there's not outliers to that, really. Right. If you, you do certain things, you know where those things tend to lead and what the results are uh, therein, and, and vice versa. So it's definitely, it's it's simple, but it's not easy. Right. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Um, for anybody listening, Sherry, where can they find you? Well, um, if you are online, you can find my personal page um, on Instagram, Sherry Lynn Way. Um, and also the Port KC is the gym if you're in Kansas City or if you're traveling through. <laughs> just hit us up. And also on Facebook, same things. So, awesome. Yeah. What about you? So you can find me on Facebook at uh, Lisa Augie, A-U-G-I, and on Instagram, it's Augie underscore fit. Um, and then my nutrition club, Vibe Nutrition, is in Overland Park at 12591 Antioch Road. Um, and that's where I pretty much live. And that is what where we are and what is hosting us. So this is a beautiful space with lots of yeah. really amazing things and helpful, friendly staff that if you are not really sure where you need to go, what you need to do, what you need to start with, they are extremely helpful at uh, leading you the way. I, I myself... Um, did not really know I knew that I wanted to start intermittent fasting I knew that I wanted to better myself and Lisa actually drew out kind of a snack this time smoothie this time a tea this time and it honestly it kept me on track and it was so great because I didn't have it removed the guesswork of like okay Mm -hmm. I don't really know what I'm going to I don't want to cook for myself I have a different routine here and there and so having that implemented and already established was like and it was so great because what she suggested also kept me full for the day because so I wasn't ever like on this cramped space of time like oh gosh I have this survival mechanism going off because if I don't eat in the next hour I'm going to be starving and all of that so uh, they're extremely helpful up here and um, until next time we will 
see you guys dm us on um obviously you know you're here on the happiness habit podcast and um we're here on instagram happiness habit podcast as well as my personal at kara payton dm us questions we love hearing topics and we'll see you next time